Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Check out my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com. To get the books, go to sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I am so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started. Maybe it's just winding down. Maybe it's somewhere right in the middle somewhere. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're running. Maybe you're napping. Maybe you're cooking. Maybe you're curled up next to a fireplace. Maybe you're having tea. I don't know what you're doing. But here we are, you and me, and I am glad for that. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. I do have my regular blend of coffee here in front of me, and um, I'm going to read something to you. I love when people email me. I'm going to read this one. Just to say is the subject. Just to say your podcasts have had a profound impact on my recovery so far. I'm a 46-year-old guy from Essex, just outside London, in England. I've been an alcoholic and an addict for almost 30 years. However, four months ago, I started attending CA meetings. And after a few weeks, I met a sponsor who changed my life. He introduced me to your podcast, and I now listen to them every single day. I decided to start from episode one. Season 1 listened to every show in order. Just finished listening to episode 44, which I relate to so much. You huge, huge part of my three ways to start my day. Prayer, meditation, and a few minutes of you. Then I listen to you at the end of the day. And usually fall asleep with the show in my ears. Then I wake up in the morning, figure out the last things I remember you saying and start listening again from there. I'm now 82 days sober and I'm about to embark on my step nine and making my amends to the world. So thank you again. Warmest regards, Glenn. It does feel good when somebody tells me that this is helping them. I do feel a obligation to try and do something good for someone. I asked somebody one time, pretty recently, if they had an obligation to God. Asked a bunch of people. And none of them really felt that. Which I thought was interesting. I definitely feel like I have an obligation to God. I definitely know 
all the way through me, having done my inventories and having and having dug for years and looked at myself and made amends and heard people who've been hurt by me and hurt people on accident so many times throughout the years that no part of me thinks that I am rad or above. I mean, no part of me thinks that I'm special or or I have some secret bullshit or something. To me, is I've said it on here before, but people are helped by my by my absence. People are helped by the lack of me. <laughs> people are helped by me not blocking something useful. In other words, like I don't know. I talk about it on here quite a bit. I'm opinionated. I'm super passionate. I have lots of experience. I have lots of unsolicited advice that I want to give and all that stuff. And that doesn't help in my experience. It doesn't help. So it's not like I feel like I am... anything great. I feel like getting out of the way of the light is great. That's great. Then that's what I spend my time trying to do. And I definitely feel an obligation. I mean, it says in step three that we let God hire us. That's what it says. We have a new employer. We have a new principal. We're the agents. It says in step seven, we go out to do God's bidding says in step 11, we constantly remind ourselves we are not running the show. Continuously, regularly trying to align my will with what I think God's will would be. And I don't know what God's will is, per se, claim to. But I do believe I have learned a lot of things that are not God's will. Mike, the person who showed all this to me years ago, used to talk about how you couldn't be in self-will and God's will at the same time. And that used to be very hard for me to wrap myself around. But I believe that today. I believe that Fear, there's a great thing that Emma Fox says, you know, he says that fear is the false belief about the availability and the power of God. That's all it is. Fear is a false belief about the power and availability of God. And I have come to feel that when I'm coming from fear, I'm not helping. That's a huge thing. 
to realize in one's life. As the fabric of my existence was shot through with fear. For so long. And it's not today. I do experience fears. I do experience worries. I do experience those things. But they don't govern my life anymore. And it started with this acknowledgement of this coming to believe and coming to see that, you know, I just don't, I concluded that to be in fear is to block the light. And to be mad at myself for not being able to, you know, do better is blocking the light. Kicking my ass is blocking the light. So I definitely feel an obligation to God. My life was saved. I feel an obligation to be God's employee as best I can. And that would be Improving everywhere I set foot throughout the day. Not corroding an environment with fear or anger or discord. But I feel an obligation to go out and improve. Let's just look at it like in simple terms, like like in a kitchen, you know, try and leave the kitchen looking better than it was when I got there because it's everybody enjoys that. Everybody enjoys a clean kitchen. I don't know of anybody who doesn't. It's nice. And I just take that far. And just think about it in terms of that, like if interactions were like pots and pans, if my relationships were like dishes, like, you know, the environment that I was working in or driving in or shopping in or living in was like a kitchen. What condition would I be leaving it in when I walked away? There was a long time when no one was looking forward to seeing me. People didn't want to see me. Made conditions worse. Feel a moral obligation to not do that today. Do I succeed at that? Sometimes. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'm positive I don't. I hurt people accidentally on a regular basis. When I know about it, it doesn't cause more harm. I try to write that. I want to write that. Anyways. So do you feel an obligation to your higher power? God's like, here's this sobriety. Would you do something for me? Do you feel that way? Is that something you think about or no? 
All right, I gotta go model. I gotta go pick up a Chevy Nova for the cover of a magazine called Him. H-I-M. H-I-M-M. It's like biblical. How beautiful. (laughs) So dumb. All right, I'm just gonna leave. If anybody needs to hear it, I'll say everything's okay. I do not know why my life was saved, but on that note, I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving, and I hope to do the same.